Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalie McNally. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of Earth School. We're delighted to have your presence here, as always. And we're edging closer and closer towards the end of the year. That somehow I feel like it's come on as a surprise. I keep thinking I'm in July. Um, so there's a part of me wishing it was summer. But um, we're, as we're moving closer now and towards sort of winter solstice, the end of the year, we thought it would be nice just to dip in and share our thoughts around the solstice and maybe how you can work with it, maybe what it's inviting you into for you to get curious about what it's inviting you into and maybe even seeing how it can be a guide even for the next couple of weeks as we move towards eventually our little umbilic, um in February. So Bibi, my dear, you're very welcome. Hi, Rosaline. <laughs> Winter solstice. Yeah. Time flies, right? <laughs> mm, how... Well, like we, uh, for me, sometimes it's a really nice starting place is to reflect on how we are meeting it this year. Mm-hmm. And if we were aware of it or tracking it last year, or even to reflect back to the 21st of December last year, um, how were we meeting it then? And maybe what, like to me, it's like, how have we changed in that period? But also maybe what did I learn last year that I'd like to carry forth into this winter solstice? Yeah, that's a nice connection, right? So the 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 year to year sort of um, look at um, what has changed, what's different, um, what has started last year on around the twenty first, and what's sort of culminating to an end, or not even to an end. Sometimes it's also if you think of spiralic growth, mm. you know, what's ready to to step into another expression, another level, up leveling, not necessarily louder and and you know more and faster. But just, you know, what have you sort of, in a way, mastered <laughs> over the last year? <laughs> and not necessarily mastered by like figuring completely out, but what was like really, really scary for you maybe because it just brought such a big change into your life around last year and where you're going like, hey, okay, you know what? I got used to that and I figured out my way and, you know, now is the time to, you know, refine it maybe and find, yeah. find more confidence in it. So. I do like that year to year, um, but also um, in comparison to the summer solstice, right? So that these are the turning points, really, where you go from from the longest day to the longest night. So in the lead up to the winter solstice, it's it's to me, it's you know, you know, the yin yang symbol mm. with a little black and the white and the white and the black um, colors sort of dotted in, and to me the more we move towards the winter solstice, the more we move away from the light in a way. It's like how how much perspective can we maintain? You know, how much connection can we maintain to the light so that all the things we're shedding, we still have something to hold on to deep within ourselves mm-hmm. in a way? Or, you know, it's like, what's what's the light for you? So, you know, we can take that as well. What was it last year? Is it the same this year? what has guided you through sort of literally and figuratively the darker months uh, last year what was your sort of <laughs> your crutch or the support you had mm-hmm. um and is that still the same have you outgrown it uh, is it something that you want to release or is there a different way even wants to come into your life you know so there, there, there are many different ways we can mm-hmm. yeah compare mm-hmm. them in that way. 
Yeah, I like to look at, you know, that, like sort of that spiral. So if I'm standing here now at this point on the winter solstice, can I remember who I was at the last point? Mm. Can I remember what was going on within my being, within my psyche, within my life? Just how I was and how was I meeting winter solstice? And maybe how did I tra- like travel through it? for those six, seven weeks until like the, the sort of umbilic, that fresh new beginning begins. Like, you know, like how did I meet it? How did I navigate it? What would I do differently from what I've learned last year? Like, so for me, it's like this space where we're being invited into, like, yes, that within Winter Solstice, we're acknowledging this return in light that's coming back. But it's also like, we're still really, can I really still honor the darkness that mm. is here? Like, do you know, like, and the days will begin slowly growing a little bit brighter after the solstice. But I'm like, sometimes we're too quick to exit the darkness or that wintering phase of life. Do you know, like, so can I allow myself to really receive from this uh-huh. space? Do you know, because sometimes the winter, winter and winter solstice, like, even though the words associated with, you know, you can think of completion, there's also like always the new seeds of life, there's the sacrifice, there's the endings. But to me, it's like, but what am I also receiving? You know, because like, it's a rich, rich, fertile soil that maybe I've planted myself in or I've been planted in or my little seeds are planted in. So maybe can I really receive from it? Because I think a lot of times we want to really sit in winter, you know, like even the phase of winter is a, a season and receive from the rest, the rejuvenation, the quietness, the just being with yourself, the lighting, the candles, the snuggling in. Mm. But we resist that sometimes too, like thinking, oh, I should be, you know, maybe out doing the shopping. I should be out at the parties. I should be doing whatever. Like I should be out, 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 or I should be doing more. Like, and I think it's like, what I, what maybe is looking, what within me is looking for permission to actually just be in this space? Yeah, you know what? Sort of the question. I think that's a really, really important question especially this year um when we look at it through through the lens of astrology um we know we have this sort of constellation where saturn and uranus have this conversation throughout the entire year but they're meeting one more time in this particular Mm -hmm. aspect uh, on the 24th of uh, december so just after the winter solstice and so two things one the winter solstice has something to do with the season of capricorn capricorn vibrates on a similar frequency i would say as saturn so they're both two qualities i think the best way to describe them is sometimes when you look at at a tree in the winter like a, a leafy tree when all the leaves are gone and you see sort of the essence of the tree the bare bones of the tree mm. and yes uh, the leaves are gone, but it's also, it's a sign of resilience and resourcefulness of the tree to survive the winter, right? So there is something around Saturn and Capricorn that season of what's really essential to you. And yes, and with Saturn itself, Saturn likes to do things slowly. It's this idea of maturing something. It's a slow growth process. Mm-hmm. But this year, we have this other energy of Uranus coming in, which is very intuitive, very quickly changing. It speaks to our nervous system as well. Um, so this, what you were describing earlier on, the sometimes this resistance to go into the quietness in the winter that can happen every year might be a little louder this year. And you might even experience that more so on the inside, you know, maybe you are already at home, you know, less out shopping, less out, you know, mm. out in the world, but you still have a sense of restlessness. So just heads up. Um, 
that can be just like one of those 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 sort of energies that play in that sometimes mm. can keep us from actually sitting still now again these energies always play out so we get to engage with them in terms of evolution so you know uranus also brings in this idea of of newness it brings in this idea of you know what actually you don't have to do it the way saturn and capricorn like to do it very mm. slow and steady you can also do it really quickly and shoot you know shortcuts straight to to the point so you have i think at this point in the year we're going to be embodying both of those energies you know and maybe even both of those longings uh, oh, just you know sit down do nothing or meditate listen to good music at home that really soul nourishing slow grounded cave-like mm. times and then on the other hand, it's like impatience, like, am I there yet? You know, I'm bursting with energy for maybe 10 minutes or an hour and then it might be yeah. gone again, right? Mm. So it's 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 a slightly different, I feel, uh, Capricornian season this year, which is interesting, you know? Mm. And it's just like what you said earlier, like it's in this space, it's to allow ourselves to have, have both, like, and be fed by that, which is maybe looking to come forth or looking to be explored or looking to be brought out a little bit in your life and in yourself mm. and to allow that to be a, a guiding light. It's like, because to me, like when we're walking that spiral life, we're gathering throughout the year. It's like, imagine you have a little rugsack with you, like, or your little hair basket, like, you know, throughout the year, you're gathering all the little things that can resource you then while you go into the other turning point, like mm -hmm. while you go into the darkness, like we need resources while we're in the light, but not maybe as often or in a different way. But for most of us, we we need to bring that memory of, OK, this is not permanent. Mm. This will not last forever. It can feel like it will last forever and you can feel like the light is never actually going to be at the end of that tunnel. But it's the remembering if I can remember Maybe if I felt this way last year and yet I remember actually the relief then when I seen the maybe the first little sprouts of the yeah. snowdrops coming out. Or oh, actually I remember then, actually I do remember actually it began to feel lighter then. Okay, so this won't last forever. Mm. My mind, my body might think, oh my God, this is never going to change. So it's like, can I hold on to either reflections from last year that I remember and it changed or the things that I've grown through and maybe have gathered throughout this year that can, in a sense, that have fortified my roots, that have mm. allowed me to go stronger in myself or that maybe just n really nourish me so I can walk through this space a little bit differently. Like, it's to hold on to, like, the hope in a sense. Yeah. Do you know, like, somebody asked me during the year, like, you know, what do you sort of, you know, like, when you look at the world and all in general, what do you think? And I go, well, I have absolute hope, like, because if I don't have that, then, like, I will fall deep, deep, deep mm. into the well and possibly never come out of it, like... Do you know, like, so we hold on to the hope that things are changing, things will be different, even if we're not seeing it externally in ourselves or in life at the moment as well. Like, so it's like you're tending that inner spark in yourself at this time, your inner fire, just like you might sit at the fire. Think of that within yourself and how if I chose to tend that in this space, maybe what could be different? Yeah, yeah. Um. And building on that, a way to reflect maybe over last year, last year was sparked with a with a connection between Pluto and Saturn. So you have the theme of, well, on one hand, it's like intensity. I think we've all experienced that in different mm -hmm. levels. So it's a way of, you know, looking over the last year and like just look at what has sort of 
become intensified or you know what has intensely drawn your mm. focus and what has magnetized you in what were the situations or the themes that you almost like as much as you try to avoid them you just were pulled into that and with that intensity also Pluto always is a question of empowerment you know or redistribution of power so where over the last year have been situations where you maybe realized you've externalized your power or maybe you have rediscovered a sense of, oh, holy shit, mm -hmm. I get to make those decisions. I actually didn't realize I have that, that, that power to do that, you know? So there was, was like, in a way, um, almost like an awakening into, into that, which is not always really super mm -hmm. comfortable. Um, and then this year with this idea of authenticity has been playing out all year as well and going into the next. So when you look at the last year, maybe in the year before last year, and then as you're kicking off into sort of the next year, sort of the greater scheme of what have you learned about your own place in the world, your own belief system around, um, yeah, your, 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 your sense of empowerment in that. And as a result, how are you using your empowerment? So now your natural, true, authentic mm -hmm. self can come through more rather than our conditioned versions, right? And so from that, mm -hmm. looking forward, where could that lead, you know? And not necessarily looking forward from the head space, but more so from the heart space, you know? Mm. And sometimes I feel, especially, I mean, the these last couple of two, three years that and that we're going in and we have been in are sort of there's a there's a greater sort of shift and change for us all. I think we can all we can't quite put the finger at it, but we can all mm. sense it, right? This is not just something that changes for the moment. There is there's a different way of thinking, conversations are different, things are coming up to the surface that we never thought would be finally discussed um and can be brought into the light. So you're sitting in that greater change. So and you're not just sitting in it, but you're also partaking. You know, I always feel like it's mm -hmm. an interesting aspect to look at what's my personal, you know, vision and my personal development and where um, you know, what are the layers I can let go of, but also where is the way in which I show up contributing to the kind of collective growth in that way. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're not only sitting in that bigger shift, but you're also contributing to it by exactly having those difficult situations that you probably had over the last year with those people that you maybe have always had slightly or maybe never had mm. it slightly and all of a sudden it kind of pops into your head so i think bringing these themes in is really important too mm. it's like if you, if you think if we lived in community we'd all be sitting around the fire yeah at this time huddled in together because it's the only warmth mm. maybe we can really get to get from each other um, and we'd be telling the stories of possibly our year like uh, what would those stories even... be like right yeah yeah what would the st what is the story I would tell mm. do you know like of what of how I've experienced this here and then like if you were sitting in community you'd also be like what is the story of the community like yeah. and in a sense for us it's like if we're in this dark space and we're chatting out the stories then I can also start creating the story of then mm. what is the story I wish to live in and begin to write now in my own life but then as you said always sort of thinking then how does this affect all the other generations in the world around me mm. those coming forward but even the ones in the world at the moment but on the collective level like so starting the dreaming in a sense in this darkness of what if what if, what if structures changed in my life? What if how I, 
how I spoke to myself changed. What what if what if we didn't have to live in a society that expects us to work ourselves to the bone? Mm. What if I chose myself? What if I was kinder in my relationships? Do you know I can just starting to see what comes out of the what ifs because it opens up and the what ifs in a sense can open it up to oh what if there was like you know flying machines that could you know just lift you up and take you into the sky and take you to visit your best friend in two seconds do you know what if you know like and the magical stuff what if you know I could go and sit in the water and then actually just like actually the water appeared and really did talk to me which it will anyway like mm-hmm. but you know allowing the imagination the possibilities the potential the dreaming a different way to come in because sometimes our dreams are very limited by our past experiences yeah. Do you know, like, so to me, it's a space of, you know, to me, that question, what if allows different potential, like, or through the eyes of a child, they're not limited by, well, reality says you can only do this, like, mm. that's all that's possible at the minute. These are the structures that we've been built and have created our lives around, so we can't take those down. They don't have that. So what if I was to create my life through the eyes of a child, like, or through the imagination mm. and see what comes from there, like? Yeah. And it's this time to, you know, it's almost like we often talk about spiralic, but I almost think like if you think of an elliptical spiral, you know, where at some parts the movement is faster or perceived faster Mm -hmm. and other points it's slower. Like this is the time where it's kind of slowing down and the way you can think of it is like an athlete, you know. If if you're not honouring your rest times, if you're not honouring... The, the, the off season properly if you over push and train in the off season you have a horrendous season <laughs> like, mm. you're not going to peak and so this is the off season because <laughs> sometimes we can go into even into the visioning and into that like full throttle right we can approach it very western yeah. world styles like okay let's create my vision board and my mood board and then i go to my abc and i'm gonna push into it so this is a time now where like can you allow it to come through, which is different to pulling it forth? Yeah, yeah. And I think the more we can, and it's a scary time, you know, but the more we can drop the leaves, the more we can, because like the tree technically doesn't know the leaves are coming back, right? I mean, probably knows. But, you know, <laughs> there is, there is, there is that, that sense every winter where every winter or even in any kind of winter period in any part of your life where you go, well, I don't know when the spring is arriving, you know, even mm. in a seasonal change over in your business, you know, but like finding the courage and this is way easier said than done, you know, like I need a lot of self-talking yeah. to, to, to get myself to that place, you know, every day <laughs> of, of just getting off, of, of, of the gas pedal. Um, but really understanding that this is the foundation for when we're going to talk in spring, late spring and summer about like Mm. manifesting and now it's kind of pulling it all the way through and you've kind of selected all the way to your last three visions and like which Mm. is the one you're running with you know this is the part where you need energy now is the time you refuel so i think this winter season to connect it energetically with the point ahead you know uh it's kind of important that sometimes it's easier than for us to give ourselves permission like oh yeah okay Mm. that's the chill out time you know, as much as we can and how can we receive, you know, I'm thinking of visioning, like (laughs) letting it come through. I'm always thinking of a bathtub, 
<laughs> you know, it's like when you <laughs> not even shower, like you have enough time, mm-hmm. step into the bath, hang in there. And just all of a sudden, an idea may appear. It might yeah. not. It might even yeah. come out like 10 minutes later when you're nice and cozy and you have a cup of tea, you know. Um, yeah. But it's that sort of uh, visioning rather than sitting down on a desk and getting the rule and the pen out and the notepad and like, okay, let's write it down. There's a subtle difference. I think if we can honor that yeah. now, we will thank ourselves in a couple of months' time. Yeah, yeah. Because, like uh, I, I see them and they're, and they're lovely. Like, you know, it's like, you know, like already there's 26 days or whatever number of days there is to the end of this year I haven't a clue but whatever number of days 26 days to the end of the year like how are you going to finish this year out and I'm like slowly very slowly <laughs> and not thinking too much hopefully but my brain will probably think but hopefully less thinking yeah. you know and that's literally my intention is slowly I really do not want to be in 2022 already yeah do you know and not have a fear but as an, I'm here like yeah. and if I go too far into 2022 I'm going to miss what's actually maybe here for me mm-hmm at this minute that may inform choices, decisions, ways of living in the next year. Like, and, and, and it's not against planning and all, but it's just, I'm like, no, like, and then January, I'm like, no, my brain is mush. Like, mm. do you know, like I am not in that space. This winter energy does not support me for dreaming. Like, you know, as in getting the action plan in place, it supports the dreaming as in, oh, I wonder what this, maybe this, possibly this, well, it could look like this. Oh, maybe that there. Mm-hmm. But I don't cling on to any of them mm-hmm. too tightly at this time of year. Yeah. Like, because to me, it's like, to me, this space of moving towards winter solstice and being in winter energy, it's asking us to surrender. Like, it's asking us to let go. It's asking us to open our hand and maybe look at what you're really holding on to really tightly and maybe see what possibly, if you create a little space in your hand, what might land in it instead. Like, mm. Do you know, like, because sometimes we're so full that we don't give space for our spirit, soul to actually give us something like mm-hmm. our heads already, you no know, fault on the whole year plans sort of thing versus going, but no, actually what maybe is sitting, gestating in me that wants to come through? Like, because just like you mentioned, like, you know, the trees are bare, but they brought all their energy into their roots, which will then begin to move up again naturally. Mm-hmm without effort, without them planning it, thinking and trying to make it happen. So can we maybe allow that to happen for us as well? Like, do you know, like, and you can't miss the boat. You know, I think sometimes when we're wrapping up a year, there can be a lot of fear of, well, if I don't start planning now, then that means my first quarter is going to be this. And oh my God, my God, my God. I'm just like, everybody works differently. Like, and you can't miss the boat, but you can very easily get on a fucking wrong boat. Like, (laughs) And you can always change that boat. I'm a full firm believer in that. Like, but like if you can avoid getting on it, if you have the chance of going slow, like so if we need to reframe this period of receptivity, of pausing to allow our minds to see it as active waiting. Yeah, I love that. So the yeah. mind goes, oh, well, I'm doing something. I'm active because I think we sometimes automatically assume we're being lazy, like mm. rather this is the magic space. This is where it is all born from. Mm. It's just not the most comfortable place sometimes. And also, if you think of it, I don't know if you're the same, but, you know, just to sit down on the 21st and go, like, okay, I'm going to empty out now. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, like, it's a season. Like, you know, when you look at nature, the leaves are not all off on a certain day. Mm. They take weeks and weeks and weeks and storms and, you know, some hang on till, till next year and that's okay too. <laughs> but it's this idea between now and the 21st to maybe, you know, think of the 
the same cycles, but on a day-to-day basis. So every evening when you go to bed, what are the things you can, you know, take a sheet of paper, write down all the all the things that are in your head, like just to empty mind, yeah. a mind dump onto a piece of paper, you know, and you have it there if you need it the next day. But you might find a lot of the time, a lot of that is not actually needed. So practicing every evening, you know, shedding, processing the day and going like, okay, this floss it out, floss, just the way you, you floss and you mm-hmm. brush your teeth, you know, make a habit of it, but just bring your attention to all the things that you're letting go of, you know? So even if you bring, if you bring the waste outside, you know, the rubbish out, like you just, just mm-hmm. kind of go like, that's a returning back to, back to source if it's the, um, the green, the bio, we call it bio, where mm-hmm. I am right now. I don't even know what country I'm in at the moment. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But when you bring in, you bring it out, you know, it's this, uh, even when you step into the shower, the washing of the body, you know, washing yeah. away the old, you can make all of those small things that you do on a day-to-day basis as a ritual of letting go. And I think that's going to kind of help because it's like it's accumulate it accumulates the mm. energy all the way to the 21st and so then you're in such a flow of letting things go the things that you've outgrown getting quieter and quieter like what you said when you really open up that palm what gets to land so and you can play that as well that's like you know when you wake up first thing in the morning what sort of a lands there so you can play with those in the lead up to mm. it um for me things like never work like energetics never work out as much as we sometimes like to as astrologists give them a certain date and a time mm-hmm. uh, uh they're sort of orientation points you know or the the wheel of the year you know these are the these are sort of ideas but everyone processes and engages with energies differently so if you feel you need to like go way more two weeks after the winter solstice just keep on going and mm-hmm. if something happens to land with you that wasn't rushed before and that's good too but i think getting into that 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 shedding and the receiving the shedding and the receiving and the you know the restful waiting is is something that we can practice sort of mm. on a, in a lead up to it that is maybe makes us a little more receptive mm. when the energy is yeah. peaked then yeah 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 it's like um oh it came to my head there and it's gone but it's to me it's like we have this space of time, like, and yet there's a specific point when, like, astrologically, that's when it mm. is sort of thing, like, but we have this space of time. Like, so when I'm teaching people, like, oh my God, but if I, if I miss that, I'm like, you, it, that's one moment, a stretch is a period of time. Do you know, like, so you have weeks to digest what that means to you, but it also depends too on what personal seasons am I going through, like, because I might only need a little bit of the winter or I might feel like I'm fully in it. Like, do you know, like, so it's to really notice, okay, how, how am I in this space? What am I maybe resisting about this space? Pretending it's not happening. Winter doesn't exist. Summer all year long. Do you know, like, and then maybe actually where am I at in myself and my life within my being mentally, emotionally? And you could be in a different couple of different phases. Like, you know, there could be parts really blooming at this time of year within you. But then also considering, but how can I also maybe meet the season and receive from it? Yeah, because you know, like, there will be something in it for you, like a hundred percent. And and just just to sometimes to remind ourselves, the reason why things feel so so odd is because collectively as a society we've practiced to ignore the winter season as such for a very yeah. long time. It's not written mm. into business plans. It's not written into the stock market how we perceive things. You know, uh, everything is sort of like 
hot and on the go yeah. all the time. And we've just made it collectively a habit. That's how we organize our day to day. That's yeah. how we run the economy and so on and so on. So when you're allowing yourself to go into winter um, and you feel guilty about the non-doing, you know, there is this also this collective shadow that that's there. So not all of that guilt is actually your personal yeah. one either. So there the, are the many aspects to it. So just bring yourself through that gently, you know, um, and just notice that the resistance um, is something because we've practiced for such a long time to do it differently, to not live with the seasons. Um, but there are more and more of us that are, you know, so mm. uh, and you can see that too. So, you know, company is always good if you have some friends that are into that as well. Uh, you know, you can collectively practicing slowing down, letting go, receiving, emptying out. Um, and you can hold yourself like in a good Western world <laughs> fashion accountable for it. Mm-hmm. You can hold yourself accountable for doing nothing, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's like really important. Like, as you said, like it's normal. Yeah. It's normal for us to push against this time of year. Because we've never been taught how to embrace it. Like we've been taught to fear endings, fear completions. We'll hang on to something for until it's well past its sell by date. We will hang on to it possibly. Like, you know, and that's all okay and that's all natural. Like I was chatting to somebody recently and they were just chatting to me. And I've been working with them for a while and I said, like, you're in a death phase. And they went, oh, thank God. And I was just like, but you knew that. And they were like, no. And I went, well, all your language, every time I talk, talk to you, tells me that you are. Mm. And I, I know from listening to you, that's where you're at. And she, but they were like, oh my God, that's like, okay. And then they're like, but now what? And I went, well, now the question is, how can I meet death? Like, mm. how can I meet the endings? How can I be with them? And what do I need to be able to sit in this space? Like, I go, it's not going to be the how do I run to spring question like mm. it's going to be what's here for me to receive like but sometimes we don't even realize we're in it so sometimes the honesty of yeah actually i'm in a real wondering and maybe a wee part of me is actually maybe enjoying it too the guilt around that possibly <laughs> maybe i should be more productive mm. do you know like so it's some of us will be like going oh actually i really love it drink a little bit more from that cup I've been told like you can't you only like a little sip and then you have to get back to business back to business do you know like so to notice just your dialogue with it like and then some of us will be putting that cup of dollar into the kitchen pretending it's not even there Mm. so then maybe can I just edge it a little bit closer I don't maybe have to drink from it but just can I to me it's like how can I be in relationship with it yeah that's that's how I look at everything like yeah I love that So on that little note, we will wrap up our little winter solstice. So it's on the 21st of December. So um, honour those days coming up to it before it. There's places you can go that are aligned with it. But find your own little way of honour. And it can be as simple as just lighting a little candle for the returning light. Um, But enjoy it. And we look forward to connecting with you next week. We're moving closer towards the end of the year. So take care and chat to you very soon. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Air School podcast hosted by Rosalie McNally and BB Dallin. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdallman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Mm-hmm.